What if there was an intro program that you could put all your new hires through to catch them up to speed, to get them on the same page, and to flourish in your salon? Hey, I'm Kayla, and I am your host of the Profitable Saloner Podcast. And today I have invited Elise Rogers on the podcast to talk to me about their associate program. If you're like, I have no idea what that is, you're in luck. We will talk about what it is before we dive into hers. Um, but she leads the, the associate program in her salon. So Elise, I'll let you explain. Hi, by the way, thank you for hanging out with me today. Um, tell me a little bit about yourself. Like, tell me what's one work for tell me how long you've done it tell me a little bit about you sure so I've been in the industry for about 15 years now um, I originally went to schooling in Halifax Nova Scotia and now live in Grand Prairie Alberta uh, where our salon is the headroom incorporated with Danielle Cherowick which I'm sure she's been on here before um, Literally the have, last week. <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> uh, we have three locations now and uh, the local hair school as well um, so education's been a huge passion of ours. Um, I've been a stylist for 15 years, but I've also been a Redken educator. And yeah, I just, education's my passion when it comes to hair and, and building up all the new hairstylists and helping elevate this industry. Yeah, I love that. I had Danielle on last week and um, she was saying, like, yeah, like she is expanded because she saw like growth opportunities in her team. And so she was expanded to help that. And I just love the whole model. So today we're going to talk about the associate program. So first, Lisa, I'd love to know, like, what is an associate program? Like what, like what, how can we explain that to our listeners? An associate program essentially is when you're bringing on um, new stylists, most likely out of, fresh out of school. And they just kind of need that extra timing, whether it's for their apprenticeships or just need that little bit of extra training and a little bit of hype up before they're on the floor themselves. So this is a whole program we've designed to help kind of train them as an associate where they get partnered up with a mentor stylist, usually one of your uh, educators or lead stylists, and they basically become their right arm. So we like to, to explain it as their more of their partner versus like being any sort of assistant. And it's just gradually growing their confidence and building up their business skills before they're out uh, behind the chair on the floor themselves. Wow. So now is it, you said that's usually fresh out of school. Like, do you guys put any, any new hires through the program, no matter what, where they come in, what level they come in as, or only if they have, don't have a lot of experience? For the most part, everyone coming in will go through the associate program. We do have a fast track program um, just to make sure that they're in line with our salon's culture and just know everything aside from just their technical skills, but a good way for us to verify them, make sure that they're kind of up to par before they're out on their own. So most yeah. most cases, it's all the new, the new fresh hires, but yeah, absolutely. We'll have regular stylists go through it as well. Yeah, because I love how like you, like the associate program would like help even if people have a lot of experience, they still have like they get to shadow to basically learn the ropes of your specific salon because we know that no salon's the same and so everybody has different rules different different you know styles different people things like that so it helps everybody get up to speed on this is how we run our salon and get comfortable in that space right yes exactly yes because I, I know when i when i finished school myself uh, i wasn't offered an associate program at that time so to to now be able to offer this to other people, whether whether they're new stylists or have some experience, it's a really great option. Yeah. Now, was there an associate program before you like? Did you go through an associate program? No. So that we we had one kind of. So we only had a couple of master stylists at the time when I joined the company. Uh, we were quite small. There were less than ten stylists in just one salon. So to see the growth that we've had in the last five years has been incredible, um, and mostly due to this new associate program that we kind of put together. So it was more kind of like wing it, 
you know, partner up with a, a lead stylist and we'll show you the ropes. But um, it wasn't until a few years ago that we decided to actually put this program together and and make it concrete and have everybody go through it. Yeah. Did you now? So have you been a part of it since the beginning or did you kind of just adopt the process? Yeah, no, I've been there from the beginning. So it was actually not that we ever want to talk about COVID again, but it was during the COVID <laughs> years um, that gave me that opportunity. Myself, I was I was promoted to director of education in our company at the time, and it gave me that opportunity to actually like create um, everything from you know our books to our our just the whole program in itself. Um, so I've I've been there from the beginning of it. Wow. So you personally like built out like the processes and what it was going to look like, desired outcome, all that stuff. So you knocked it all out and then rolled it out inside your company. Yeah. Like we had, I remember we had this one meeting at Danielle's house and, um, you know, we had a few core leadership people together during that. Mostly, I think it was our executive team. Um, and we powered through, we had, we had done, um, a few trainings for building an associate program, mostly through high performance. And we just had this one afternoon when we had sticky notes everywhere that just said, what do we want included in this program? Um, where should we start? How many levels should we have? And we just kind of brainstormed together in one afternoon what we should do. And then I kind of took that together myself and planned it all out and built it out. Oh, I love that. That's huge. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit more. Um, that's, I love, I love how that came about. So did you, so what are some like key components of an associate program? When you're starting to build this out, what, what are you looking for that you want to accomplish with it? What are some key components? For sure. And I was like, these are the things I wish I knew when I first started also. So <laughs> <laughs> there, there are lots of trials and tribulations. Um, but what we've <laughs> learned is essentially you want to give them a, a growth path. So we really kind of broke down what services and how many levels we should have and what services should go into those levels. Um, okay. You know, when it comes to, yeah, the service side of things. So you're starting out easy. You're starting out with blowouts, kids cuts, men's cuts, just because those new stylists are going to be getting a lot of those types of services in the beginning, at least in our yeah. uh, salon company. And then each level will kind of grow from there. Then you'll start introducing colors and foiling and blonding and, and all that as the, as it goes on. So a, a strict sort of game plan of how many levels and how you want to grow that is really important. Um, but you also need to build in that culture as well. So we start out with, you know, a lot of things, like your learning style specifically. So we need to know how they're going to learn and how they're going to receive the information, uh, personality tests, that kind of thing. So we can plan them out and partner them up with their mentors a little bit better because we've had trials with that too. Like certain people will learn better other ways and certain mentors will teach uh, better in other ways. So really important to bring in that sort of personality side of things as well. Um, but we also learned recently that it's really important to put like a business structure in there too. So there needs to be business building metrics in this associate program. Um, and why I say that is because we've had stylists go through the program really quickly because their technical skills are just like on par and they're bubbly and they're great and they fit the culture, um, but didn't have that kind of business background to sink them in. So they finish the associate program really quickly, but then they're sitting, you know, for months to years, still working at an hourly wage or just not being able to build up that clientele. So when I say business metrics, it's more like, are they uh, consistent with their social media postings? Um, how many clients are they bringing in themselves? So how many referrals are they getting? 
Um, how full is their book each day on each of their opportunity days? Because we actually offer, we start out with two opportunity days and then three days with um, a mentor stylist. So the opportunity days are the days that they're actually working on clients. So um, wow. yeah, free books, referrals, social media are also what we include. That's huge. Like I honestly didn't even think about that aspect. It's almost like you're building like, yes, you're getting up to speed on your, on your, there's a whole part, like the benefit to you, but also the benefit to them of giving them a complete foundation of this is how you do like, yeah, you're touching on all the key components of building themselves as a stylist to be able to get to like, even become the six figure stylist. We just celebrated um, our six figure earners at our last destination training and just see like, yeah, putting them on a path for success to be like, this is how you, you lay that foundation. You start going up from there. Um, that's huge. I love that. So when you guys were building it, like you said, there's a lot from lots of trials and errors. So what has been like, did you kind of just had to start at point A, start rolling it out and you just modify it as you go? Yes, because at that time, I believe it was only Danielle and I that were mentors at that point. So um, we just kind of rolled it out and we were trying to figure out um, how much how much time the stylist needed in each level. So that was a big one. So we've really kind of kind of shrugged that down and made sure. Uh, again, we said we have a fast track program. So any they'll finish a level anywhere from four to eight weeks. So that was a big trial wow. of some people. It would take, you know, three months to get through level one and some people were two weeks. So really kind of paying attention to the timelines was really important. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Now, do you guys adjust the timelines based off of the people or based off, is it with one size fits all, or do you guys adjust it based off of the people? And there's definitely that? adjust it. That's this industry. It's, you know, ever changing and techniques are different and people's learning styles are different. Um, so it's definitely adjusted for some people. And we've had, you know, associates come in and these first three levels are no brainers. They've already been doing a lot mm -hmm. of technical cuts and that sort of thing. So they kind of blow through this first beginning process. But then there's some who, you know, it might be the opposite. These first few levels might take a little bit more time because um, they're struggling maybe on the business side of things or something like that. But it always kind of ends up tying together because whether they're slower in the beginning, um, they usually kind of pick it right back up in the last few levels. Whereas if they're taking, you know, they're, or they're going through the first few levels quickly, we're kind of checking and seeing like, oh, is this actually working? Are they actually retaining this stuff? Or are they just trying to get through it as fast as possible? And then we kind of put the brakes on it and make sure that uh, they're doing everything, you know, up yeah. to our standards and our culture before they're out on the floor themselves. That's huge. Yeah, because it kind of puts them through every little piece of it. So you can kind of one, see their strengths, see where they're good at, see the other things. How do you guys handle the conversation for like, say a seasoned stylist comes in and you're like, oh, you got to go with this associate program. How do you handle that, that conversation with them on how you tell them, well, you got to go with this associate program. What does that look like? I think anyone who's coming in as a senior stylist, regardless you know, of how many years they've been into it, they've clearly seen another side and they've come to us for a reason. So even if it's, you know, just moving locations, that sort of thing, they've seen what works and what doesn't. So when we approach them, because we're such an education-based company and they know that before they're getting hired anyway. So it's just kind of another part of our culture and they're always really warm and welcoming. And like I said, if somebody comes in who has, um, you know, really great experience, but they might be starting brand new with a fresh clientele and still need to build that in themselves. So this is only going to help them with that and they can get through the program in as quick as two months. Yeah. So you can say it's not like, yeah, so I like that. It's not one size fits all. It's like, it's catered to you. So if you already know this stuff, checking boxes, we got it. Um, but it will give a chance for you to make sure like, do you understand the full scope of it? Um, and then you know that when they, when every single person graduates the associate program, they have gone through all the same things and again, laid that foundation. 
Exactly. And a lot of it even has to do with the verbiage and the culture that we build too, because we, you know, they may be possibly changing color brands. So we're specifically a Redken um, salon and they may be coming from a different line or um, we use um, Michael's Cole over the top workbooks as well. And it gives us the verbiage mm -hmm. and the language within our culture. So it's really important to kind of get grounded with that too, just to move on with, with future things too. Yeah. Wow, I love that. Well, we're going to take a commercial break, and when we come back, we're going to continue talking about, I'm going to dive in with Elise's a specific associate program and get down to some details and some things that she's learned in building her. So stick around, and we'll be right back. Hey, HPSA listeners. Let me ask you this. Are you tired of not knowing what your hair color is costing you on every appointment and watching it chew up your profit? Well, with Salon Scale, we take the guesswork out for you. Using a mobile app paired with a Bluetooth scale, Salon Scale will tell you exactly what your color is costing you on every bowl mix down to the ground. As you mix, Salon Scale will also digitally store your formulas and track how much product is being used in real time. So you can manage your inventory, cover your expenses, and generate more profit in your salon. Use promo code HPSA10 to get 10% off an annual subscription. Salon Scale, the new standard for mixing color. Are you ready to increase your retention and revenue and convert website traffic to clients? Then you're ready for Maya. Maya creates better business relationships by pairing the right clients with the right beauty professionals. Use promo code HPSA for your first two months free. Visit joinmaya.com to get started. We're Forest, born on the salon floor and built for and by hair and beauty professionals like you. Forest is your marketing, your reporting, your reputation management. You need one easy to use system that does it all. Forest. Together we grow. Sustain Beauty Co. has two of the best tools to help you save water, time, and a bunch of money. Join the clean water salon movement with EcoHead's water-saving shampoo nozzles and scrummy plant-based microfiber towels. Available at sustainbeauty.co. Welcome back to the Profitable Salon Owner Podcast. I've been hanging out with Elise. Um, we are talking about an associate program. If you've never heard of an associate program, um, it's pretty epic. And listen to the first half if you've missed it, because we've been diving into just, it's kind of like laying a foundation for your sales when you come into the salon. Um, and so Elise, I want to ask, like, when building an associate program, how, like, if you bottled up your associate program and give it to another salon, do you, how customizable does it need to be? Like how much is it, we do this because it serves our salon versus like one size fits all. Yeah, this is definitely fully customizable. Um, I had mentioned earlier, like we built out our level system based on what our new stylists will likely be receiving as clients from us, what we'd be feeding them. Um, but it's really kind of up to you guys. Like if you're, you know, strictly an extension or a blowout bar, obviously that's where you're going to want to start because you're going to want them to get the most experience with the things you're doing the most right away. Yeah. So did you, um, so you said the level system. So I know like, so when, when they start in the associate program, are they level one or do they have to get to level one? Yeah. So level one, um, if you break it down, we have six levels specifically, again, can be fully customizable depending on how quickly you want them to go through and what they want, you want to focus on. Um, there's just so much content when it comes, when you're bringing in business and, and styling techniques and personality based things, there's just so much. Um, so we found six levels worked really well for us and they, like I said, they automatically start at level one. But what happens is we have assessments at the end of each of our levels. Um, 
both with written assessments that I've created, mostly just multiple choice and essay type questions, um, but they have a written assessment. They have um, some book work, like for our over the top workbook that Michael Coles created. They have a couple of chapters they need to, to complete in that. And again, that just focuses a lot on, you know, consultation and verbiage and, you know, back room stuff, like every kind of covers all those bases. Um, and then they have a technical assessment where they need to bring in models themselves and they don't move on to the next level until they finish all of those assessments on top of, sorry, their business building requirements as well. Um, so those all change up a little bit within each level. Um, and we don't like to, to talk about the assessments of like being a pass or a fail. Um, they're more just measurements for us to know where they're at within the program. So especially when it came, comes to the technical services, we just want to make sure that they are going to be comfortable in a reasonable timeline to provide the service without needing any help from anybody and that the client's going to be satisfied with both the experience and, and the, the service. So once they've completed that assessment and we've, you know, assessed it and made sure that it, everything's good and they've passed, then they'll move on to the second level. Wow. So now do, how often do you have people like take the assessment and you're just like, oh, wow, no, they, they're not ready to pass? I, I mean, it happens. <laughs> I think let's be real. Um, but again, you just have to kind of approach it as, okay. I think we need, we still have a few things that we want to work on. Um, and once that happens, obviously their, their mindset kind of shifts and they really want to be able to get through it and be able to get those extra clients behind their chair as well. Um, so yeah, it happens a few times, but it really kind of puts them into drive. And then it knows as, you know, us as mentors as well, um, where we need to focus on their learnings too. Cause we're like, Oh, they maybe obviously we haven't covered, you know, how to do a fade as much as we need to. So it just opens everybody's eyes up to, you know, where they need to work on and what they need to practice before they can move on. Yeah. So when they finish the associate program, do they finish at level six? Yeah. So level six is the final level and it basically sums everything up and their assessments are essentially going to be like color corrections. So it's kind of everything in one. Um, once they pass all of those assessments, the written assessments, and we have to make sure that their business building's there too. So by level six, they essentially need to be, you know, their days need to be at least 75% full, um, 60% request clients. They need to have at least 50% of their clients rebooked um, just so that we know that they're set up for all of their days after they're out from behind the chair. So another thing that we bring in too, I had mentioned in the first half were, were our opportunity days. So our opportunity mm -hmm. days are, are days where their schedule is fully open. And in the beginning, even in level one, they're able to take on any client as long as it's someone who's requesting them. So this is where, yeah. you know, we're expecting them to bring in their friends and their family members and people who are going to support them and likely pre-book and do all the things. So that's what we want them to focus on um, instead of just like hammering them with all of these transient type clients when it comes to men's cats, kids cats, that kind of thing. So um, obviously we know those ones are a little bit harder when it comes to pre-booking and that kind of thing. So we really want them to try and build up their own clientele and especially what they want to be doing too. We're yeah. a salon culture where, you know, we're going to help you in whatever, which, whichever area you want to specialize in, that's where we're going to help promote you. So we always say, you know, those are the type of clients you want to be bringing in. And then as they move through the program, they will eventually start opening up extra opportunity days. So yeah. that was a trial and error for us in the beginning. They only started with one opportunity, opportunity day, which was usually a Saturday. 
Um, and then they were with their mentor, the other four, but we've decided, nope, we need to start putting them in with two right away, um, which will usually end up being, you know, a weekday or an evening where they're able to also bring in more clientele and just start kind of like feeding their business quicker. Um, and then by about halfway through the program, they'll open up a third opportunity day until they're ready by the end of it, where they'll be full-time behind the chair. Yeah. I love that because then it's like, people don't come in. They're like, like come in just doing kids cuts. Like they still are getting to practice and do what they like. They went to school to do all these things that they want to be doing. And so there's opportunities for them to do what they're passionate about and do it exciting. And then they have days where like they're working through the associate program, but they're still able to come in and be the stylist that they want to be and fill their books and have the opportunity. So it's not like they come in and go back to school. It's like they come in and they're getting like a foundational support of like, this is how, you know, this is how we work. And you support them so much, which is cool. It's like, hey, you're going to be learning these things and we're going to be alongside you helping you learn them and helping you be successful. Um, I love that. What has been some of like the biggest takeaways and biggest um, like things that you've seen in your stylist, the difference in them since starting the associate program? Number one is obviously confidence. You know, how many times we've had, you know, stylists coming in, whether they're fresh out of school or wanting to start, it's it's always been a confidence issue. And, you know, I came from back in the day where we just jumped out of school and they they said, fake it till you make it was the tagline. Like, just tell the client, you, you technically you've been in school for a year, so just tell them you've been doing hair for a year and just fake it. And you know, it doesn't, it doesn't work out very well all the time. Some people, yeah. sure, could flourish j- diving right in. Uh, but, you know, Danielle and I, we both th- went in um, with that type of scenario. So being able to kind of build this foundation and give them this, this confidence of building up the, their business and their technical skills before they're out on full time has been number one. Um, but the things we've learned about what we've added in over the last couple of years. So having these business metrics, um, having timelines on it, making sure, uh, that their timing for services is up to par before they're Mm -hmm. out is really big because last thing you want are, you know, stylists coming in fresh out of school right away. And they're taking, you know, an hour to an hour and a half for a men's cut. Right. So we're making sure that we have that timeline down to like maximum 40 minutes by the time they're, they're through the program. So it's really kind of building, yeah, this full foundation stylist before they're out on the chair. Yeah, it's almost like they went to school to learn all the things and now they come to the social program to sharpen all the things. Exactly, to like, okay, yes. now, now let's get you. Yeah, I love that um, because it's like it's like almost different phases and then just really would set them up for success to be like, one, I love how it would really highlight what do you want to be doing because you're touching on everything. So well, what are you most passionate about? Where are your strengths? Where are your weaknesses? What can we help you support on? And really brings the energy to new hires of like, you're coming into this, but we've got your back and you're going to go through this and the benefit. So when you set up the associate program with your staff as they come in, like what's the communication like? Like how do you communicate with them the benefits of it? Like how do you get them bought into it? How do you get them, um, what's the communication like? Communication always, we're, we're very open. So um, when, we're, when we're doing the interview process, we actually create um, a third interview that's called a trial day. So wow. the stylist is actually coming in for usually about three hours and we try to plunk it in a day where we're actually quite busy because that's the time we want to see how they're going to kind of like step up, how they're going to mingle with the other stylists. And it really gives our stylists the opportunity to kind of, you know, introduce themselves to them and just kind of see if they're going to fit in a culture sense. So the stylists are always very well aware of anyone new coming in before, you know, they even sign the contract. So um, they come in and then, 
they're also introduced to their mentor stylist. So we partner them up, you know, with one stylist specifically, and that's kind of who um, we want them to be with majority of the time. Uh, we also, though, have a mentorship group of stylists that um, are able to take on associates. So we really thrive on this new stylist coming in and being able to learn from everybody because, like I said, our whole salon, especially, but especially this mentorship group, we all have different strengths, uh, different teaching styles, that sort of thing. So we're really open to, you know, allowing the stylist and, and communicating to the other stylists that if they need to be pulled over, if they want to learn something new, um, that they're really welcome to do that. Um, even though, wow. you know, it works the best with being partnered with one stylist when it comes to their assessments and that sort of thing, but we want them to be learning from everybody. So um, everybody's in the whole company is very open to, you know, helping mentor and, and grow these, these new stylists. Wow. I love that. I love the, that you go on a job and like, you know, the other stylists, like they even have a sense of like, you know, it, it helps them. So like, yeah, associate programs helping the new hires, but then it's also helping the seasoned stylists, senior stylists to be able to just teach and get even learn learn how to teach and learn how to share their knowledge with other people. So you have three salons. I know you have 45 stylists. Yes. 45 staff. Yes. Staff. And so when you have an associate come in to the, uh, like a salon, so say one of the, one of the three locations, um, when you guys hire, do you hire specifically for that salon or do you hire for the whole company? We usually hire for the whole company. Obviously there's going to be holes in specific salons of where they're needed. Um, but in general, if they're, if they're needed everywhere, we just kind of partnered up with like, who's going to be the best, best mentor for them. And sometimes it comes down to location. Like we're not in an overly big city, but both of our salons are on, you know, the opposite ends. So sometimes it comes down to location. Um, sometimes it comes down to, uh, the schedule of who we'd like to partner them up with too, because we have some mentors who are, you know, primarily evenings and weekends, but we also have some mentors who are Monday to Friday, nine to five type stylists. So, um, lots of factors, yeah. but, uh, like I said, it's usually we'll hire for where it's needed. Yeah. So you balance between like the, the placement of where the person lives. And it's like you, you're open to what would work best for the person coming in and what would work best for the mentor. So you kind of take it all into account and place them. That's right. There's a lot, yeah, lot to take into account. Yeah, there's a lot to juggle. I totally yeah. understand why, um, but that's really cool that you like and you lead it, right? You're, you're you headed on. It's like you're you're a little baby that you're taking care that's, of. Yes, director of education is my title, so that is that's all my little baby for sure. And and like I, I said, it that. also comes down to you know if the mentor is ready. So when when our mentors have an associate, they essentially will take the associate usually about halfway through. And once that associates now opened up more opportunity days than they are mentorship days, that stylist needs to hire another mentor at the time. So it's a nice transition because then this associate who's almost ready to be gone can help train the new associate coming on. So sometimes we're hiring wow. specifically for that mentor too. So that, those are things that we want to take into account when it comes to schedule um, and you know personality and learning styles, that kind of thing. We really want to make sure it's a good match. Wow. This has been fascinating. That's really, I love my favorite part about being host this podcast is I'm learning so much on the other side of the industry and um, just how people are running their businesses and things like that. So um, if you were following along and you learned a lot of valuable, valuable information, comment valuable. And if you want to know how to input, a, how to design a design input build, a associate program in your salon, comment associate. If you're listening to this, you can find us anywhere on social, just respond associate. Um, and 
we will reach out to you and, and help you build your own associate program because of the value that it brings. We have a number of salons in our academy who run associate programs. Um, and so thank you so much, Elise, for hanging out with me and sharing all your expertise. It sounds like a lot of things to consider and you've had a lot of experience, which is the best way to learn is through experience. And right. um, the best way to get ahead is to fail fast. And so um, that's really incredible. And I'm really, that's really fun to hear about. So thank you for hanging out with me today. Um, I honestly feel like we could talk for another 30 minutes about it. Um, so maybe we'll have to have you on again. So part two. Part two <laughs> about yeah. It. Um, yeah. So thank you so much, Elise. This has been a lot of fun. If you're listening, um, hopefully you got a lot of value out of it and uh, we will see you next time on the Profitable Salon Owner Podcast. You've been listening to the Profitable Salon Owner Podcast. Be sure to like, subscribe, leave us a review, and check us out at ProfitableSalon.com for more episodes, content, and to help you turn your salon into the business you've always dreamt of.